0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, what are the most popular global franchise opportunities? We'll share the top 10. Our guest is Dr. Garrett Hinshaw, president of Colorado Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. And we'll talk about ways that community colleges can promote and support entrepreneurship. Did we mention that Dr. Hinshaw is our boss? He is. And we'll wind up with our Small Business of the Month feature where we'll highlight businesses that we've come across in our travels that you should be checking out. My name is Jeff Newville, your co-host and director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is dean of the School of Business, Industry, and Technology at Catawba Valley Community College. Hey, Gary, how is it going today? Hey, Jeff, it's going great. It's been a busy, very busy, and a very hot month. Well, we're sitting here in mid to late June in beautiful North Carolina, so classes are over. You've, you've graduated students.
1: Yes, we did, and it was a wonderful graduation. It was a wonderful semester, but I don't think everybody understands that the summers are about as busy, if not more busy, than uh, fall and spring
0: semesters. How can this be? I thought that, you know, I I read that, you know, you you educators get all this time off in the summer to take it easy. So you're still working? Absolutely, 24-7. Yeah, when, and our job is never done. You're the one with the tie on still.
1: Well, yes. For, for all our I'm viewers sorry.
0: out there in podcast land. He's still, yes. he's still wearing a tie. He's, he's, it makes me more comfortable when it's 98 degrees. Oh, well, good for you. And I'm <laughs> drinking my coffee. Uh, so anyway, I was, I was going through my most recent edition of Entrepreneur Magazine, and uh, it lists the top 200 global franchises. And you know, as, as we've talked, there are different ways to start a business. You can, you can start one yourself. You can buy a business. But sort of a hybrid there is uh, becoming a franchisee of an existing business. And each year, Entrepreneur Magazine goes through and lists the top franchising opportunities, and they tweak their list a little bit to make it the, the top global list. And, and they included companies that are seeking franchisees outside the United States and have a minimum of five open international locations. So I was looking at the top ten, and, and it was, I thought it was interesting. Within that top ten, there are three types of businesses, three categories. Do you, can you guess what types of categories? That's probably easier than guessing the businesses. Okay, I'd say products, mm. services. Now you're going to have to get more specific. Industries, industries. Industries. Food. Food would be one. And of course,
1: you know, I was a franchisee and a franchisor. Several years ago. So this is a great topic. I love it. So that's why that's
0: why I know that you would be so good at uh, what I was trying to stump you. I appreciate that.
1: And and, and so food is one. Food is one. Uh, Fitness.
0: Fitness would be another. Very good. good. Very good. Shows my eyes are very good. Well, uh, you know, if you you work out, your eyes get better. That's that's true. Any any idea on the third one? So we've got food, fitness, technical services, convenience
1: stores. Wow! I would not have guessed. Uh, that's, that. I didn't want you to go too long because so I didn't think you'd get that. No, one. I would not have, even so. though I was at kangaroo this morning.
0: All right. Any any uh, any guesses on what some of those top ten might be? Six or food? McDonald's. McDonald's is on the list. Would you count Starbucks? with that fall in there? That's not on the list. Not on the that's list. Interesting. Not in the top ten. Uh, Burger King.
1: Nope. Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC
0: I'm is thinking one. Thinking the ones that I used to eat at when I was overseas. KFC is one. Yes. And uh, let's see. Pizza Hut. Uh, pizza Hut is on there. Yeah. Very good. Those are the ones I ate in China. Another pizza place is on here. Domino's? Papa John's. Papa John's. Papa wow. excuse me. Papa John's International. Okay. So uh, and, and I'll I'll you know take away the suspense. But number one, Anytime Fitness. Okay. Number two, 7-Eleven. eleven. Three Subway. Four, uh, I should have thought of Subway. My son worked there. Four Pizza Hut. Number five, I you probably wouldn't get this one, I wouldn't either. Auntie Anne's hard rolled soft pretzels. I love them because they're in uh, airports. Yeah. All right. Number six, uh, KFC. Number seven, McDonald's. Number eight, GNC franchising, which is vitamins and yeah. nutrition. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll, I count that as fitness. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Circle K. And number ten, Papa John International. So interesting. Yeah. And uh, it also says we're the most popular territories. That they're looking to expand are Canada, number one, Western Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Asia are tied for third. South America, four, and Central America. Interesting. Not no Middle East. No 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 expansion opportunities there. Probably from a risk standpoint. Probably, probably. Uh, and interestingly, um, in terms of cost, the startup cost. Uh, I think. Uh, I was trying to look at the least expensive was Seven Eleven, which is still around forty thousand know, dollars. Which getting business, you know, not, not a crazy not amount of that, money,
1: not at all. So anyway,
0: so anyway, franchises. If you're interested, that's neat. you didn't see the Cookie Store, that wasn't in the top ten. Didn't see the Cookie Store. Dunkin' Donuts is fourteen. Uh, Krispy Kreme is fifteen. Cinnabon is seventeen. So yeah, okay, there are certainly some, getting, some sweet opportunities yeah. out there. Oh, did I? I'm sorry, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Now it was very good. That was unintentionally bad. So <laughs> anyway, we have a special guest with us today, uh, Dr. Garrett Hinshaw, who is president of Catawba Valley Community College here in Hickory. Uh, Dr. Hinshaw, welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange.
2: Thank you guys very much for inviting me and having me here on a, on a summer Friday. That's and, uh, you know, yeah, Gary's here in his tie and Jeff's in his golf shirt and I'm in a T-shirt with a baseball hat. So we're ready to get something going
0: today. We all have it together. You're making it work, though. You're making it work. So you have been at uh, the president of Catawna Valley Community College since 2006. And, and, and what, what, how did, what was your path to get here?
2: Well, I thought I would be selling sporting goods right out of college or or playing in the major leagues, but due to an injury, that didn't come to fruition. And uh, my wife and I had our first child, and I needed income, and there was a temporary job open at the community college there locally in Surrey County. And I said, sure, I'll come over there and answer the phone for $2,000 a month. Uh, three weeks later, I was in love with it, passionate about it. Saw the benefit it, it had in the community and the benefit it had for individuals to to really provide the potential for changing lives. And then I just began to progress through the ranks and uh, taking some calculated risk, doing the things that I that a that an entrepreneur does in terms of of focusing on a vision, making a commitment to it, and then executing, and uh, not always having to win, uh, but understanding that the ultimate goal was was to impact as many lives as I possibly could through this system
0: and 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 we probably didn't give you a a proper introduction because there, you know being a president of a community college is a pretty significant position but you you've done some pretty significant things within that position you you've uh, I've been president of the North Carolina Community College President's Association, which I think you're just winding down, mm-hmm. just finish, finishing your term. Finishing
2: that in, at the end of July.
0: Yeah, okay, so you're still president and, and con- preparing to conclude your term. You were this year you were named President of the Year by the State Board of Community Colleges. Yeah. You and know, that seems like a big deal.
2: Well, it is. It's a huge deal because it, it's about the college and the community and the people that work there. And, uh, you know, we've just been able to accomplish some amazing things in some very difficult times with the economy crashing. But we didn't let that stop us from being creative and, and continuing to focus on meeting the needs for, for this community. And I think we've made a positive difference. But it's, it's totally about the faculty and staff. And uh, those individuals that are, that have bought into the vision of becoming the best community college in America.
0: So, so as I think I mentioned, you are our boss. So you, you know, I, I probably you know, you, so some of these softball questions, you know, you, you know, I might I'm, get, a,
1: I'm enjoying
2: watching you two work. Today.
0: I'm, <laughs> I might get critical if we don't that. work some other day. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, we're a good team. Yeah. You, uh, I, I will say that that uh, even before. I arrived here at Catawba Valley Community College. It was apparent that uh, there was a a real interest in working with the community and and supporting businesses in the community. So uh, tell us a little bit about your vision for how a community college should be supporting entrepreneurship and small business and working with its community.
2: Well, when I first came to Catawba Valley Community College, I'd been working in the North Carolina Community College system for for about uh, 20, 20 years. And there was, there was really a, a sense of urgency with, within our system, and especially at CVCC, about building relevance. And relevance uh, is relevant to the local community, relevant in the state, and relevant nationally. And so we immediately be, began to put together plans about how do we have the biggest impact we possibly can on our local community. And we had a lot of existing businesses here. We had we had uh, this area is is about making things, and so when we saw that and began to to structure a vision based upon using the strengths of this region, small business development fit perfectly, because we knew as as an economy changes and businesses leave, that the only salvation for for an ecosystem is to develop new small businesses, to fill those voids and diversify. So we immediately put an emphasis on entrepreneurship within within our program, and, and Gary's uh, done a great job of really beginning to pull that together so that it truly is a mindset change within our community. People have to understand that if you have an idea, there's thousands of great ideas out there, but it's about the focus, the commitment, and the execution in order to be successful. One failure, can end your hopes and dreams of continuing your business. So the support mechanism is the community college system. Community college uh, is so broad and comprehensive in its mission and, and what it focuses on, there are services and programs there, Jeff, like the one that you run with the Small Business Center, that are specifically designed to engage with those initial businesses in that ecosystem to not just start them up, but to see them through through fruition and continue to be a part of them throughout their existence. That's the true fabric of what the community college system is. It's, it's a foundational piece of the community, and, and it's really intertwined with every different organization out there, from other public education sectors, from private education sectors, government, and then, of course, our most important partners, our business and industry partners that really make the engine run here in the Catawba Valley.
0: So and you mentioned programs and and the one that I 'm specifically involved with is is the small business center network and, and we work with folks that are starting businesses as well as existing small businesses and they can be students within the college they can be people in the community doesn't matter to us. What are some other programs uh, from a Catawba Valley Community College perspective that uh, that have assisted uh, folks, contemplate entrepreneurship or are there, are there certain things that Cataw valley community college does that uh, uh, have assisted in those efforts
2: well I, th- I think it's building a myriad of programming around the entrepreneurial mindset such as skills usa uh, you know within skills usa which we've made a huge commitment to over the last five to six years and had national champions from those efforts thank you gary for for your work with that group thank you for the support uh, it, it's it's really helping us to to build a strong foundation for all of our students uh, and when you look at Programs like that we took a risk with and began with the you and Marion Kaufman Foundation with Innovation Fund North Carolina it has the potential to jump start the ecosystem here too. but it's not enough just to hook the battery cables up and give it a jump start you've also got to service that engine and so building programming that's that's relevant and that builds the concepts and critical thinking skills that are that are uh, imperative for entrepreneurship and small businesses, into the fabric of the college, whether it's college transfer, whether it's our healthcare programs, whether it's our business industry and technology programs, changing mindsets one step at a time, we begin to have a ripple effect across the community. And so that focus, that commitment to putting resources into those programs, making those things really, I guess, stop the community and make them look at us and say, hmm, I didn't know they did that. That's an important piece of, of how we can make a dramatic difference within our community and, and really keep the, the, the momentum moving within this community in, in terms of the emphasis and mindset that if you want to be successful, Catawba Valley Community College has, a, has support programs in place to help to make sure you're successful. Because as I mentioned earlier, one mistake, small businesses are so fragile with, with the way they're developed, with the way they operate, one mistake can change the pathway of that business. We want to make sure that our, our business owners have the best opportunity to be successful, and we'll do everything in our power to support them.
1: I think one thing I want to come back to, which is makes what you've done and what TVCC has done as a college, is you have trying and are doing making entrepreneurship across the college. Mm-hmm. It People used to think it was very narrow. It was just for small business folks. And Jeff's done a really good job of helping support that Uh, But the fact that people in the School of Academics and the School of Health and Public Safety, that to be successful, you need to think entrepreneurial and go out and set up a plan and and explore and do those things. And I think that's something that I see at our college. It's taken a foothold, and it's growing, and I think that goes into the community, too, because you have all these people that are touching all facets of the community and it's really really important and it's not just focused in a little area but throughout the college
2: yeah i think that's been one of the most challenging things for for the the ecosystem here in north carolina and across america or, and as, in fact across the world is they associate entrepreneurship with one thing and that's a, a new business right. entrepreneurship is a is a mindset that was beneficial in my career that has been, will be beneficial in those students who are studying automotive uh, technicians, systems at, at the college. It will be beneficial to those students that are studying nursing and healthcare programs. It will be beneficial to those in cosmetology. Absolutely. And, and so it's laying that foundation and helping people to understand how to find information, how to think critically about information, but most importantly, how to employ that information towards their common vision, towards their ultimate goal, that's what entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. And, and once you get the understanding that I have to make a commitment to this, then I have to have a plan for execution, then you have a chance of being successful in whatever you're doing, whether it's your a career, a jo- in the job force. That's what business and industries are looking for now, are those individuals who can come and help them solve the next generation problem. They don't just want somebody who can move widgets. Right. They want somebody that's going to come in there and be able to do problem solving, help them help their bottom line. That's what the entrepreneurial mindset does for this community, and and that's what we're focused on at Catawba Valley Community College.
0: Hi, Alan and Chris here with an exciting announcement about something coming to the western North Carolina area later this year. It's the first ever Foot Candle Film Festival. That's right, an honest-to-goodness film festival that's happening September 25th through the 27th at the Salt Block in Hickory, North Carolina. Films are being submitted from all over the world to be considered. Do you or someone you know have a film that you'd like to submit? Visit footcandle.org and follow the link to the festival for instructions. Stay tuned later in the year as we announce our choices and start selling tickets. Visit footcandle.org for more information. We'll see you in September. You, you talked about one of the most important partners for the college being local business, mm-hmm. and. Uh, And that sounds good, and and probably other college presidents say that, but CVCC actually is doing some things to to forge those partnerships and and bring them closer that seem fairly innovative. Uh, And I want to throw a couple things out there and and have you speak to them. CVCC has developed something called the Furniture Academy, where they're working with local furniture companies in our area, which has traditionally been one of the strongest industries in our area, uh, furniture manufacturing. They're now working on something called a Manufacturing Academy. They've also, we also have something called a Manufacturing Solution Center, and all these entities uh, are partnering with local businesses, and, and local businesses are on campus working with staff to, to come up with solutions. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of those things, because to me they're, those are a little bit more than just the, the, the generic words that we might hear from people, but they're, they're active programs that uh, are working.
2: Yeah, well, one of the biggest challenges that I issued when I, when I walked into the college was that we were going to turn ourselves inside out. You know, traditionally, higher education has been very much a uh, internal focus type of entity that continues to do things the way it's always done them for, for the past hundred years. Uh, we have changed that. We've decided that we are going to open ourselves up to business and industry, that we are going to listen to business and industry and then make decisions based upon what they direct us to do if we want to have value in our community business and industry has to trust that our programming is, is as i said earlier relevant that it has the most up-to-date equipment and that it has the most up-to-date curriculum in terms of what their future workforce should look like it's exactly what we did with catawba valley furniture academy those those industries that came in they're driving the program their employees are teaching the program. These are not educators that are sitting in ivory towers, as people sometimes perceive us as. But these are actually people who understand the day-to-day operations of a business, and they're sharing that information directly with those students that are coming through there. I but, think
1: that's important because sometimes community college may not want to bring industry in for the mm. threat of it and vice versa. And I think the fact that we're able to merge together yeah. for the greater good, I know it's corny, uh, but it's true, and it's a success. It, it is building a model that not many people have done. Well,
2: it's, it's very hard to hear from people that, that you are trying to serve that your product is not to the standard that they're looking at. But that's something we have to hear, and it makes us uncomfortable. And, and I think one of, the, one of the things that we've put out there is that if you're looking for a comfortable place to be, Catawba Valley Community College is probably not that place and we 're going to do things and, and it 's going to create some some controversy it 's going to be tough, but the big thing is that that we are committed to that and we 're demonstrating that to our business and industry partners
0: well and, and just to 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 go a little further with the the furniture academy example, there was a real problem that local business and industry had in that uh, you know, ten years ago uh, they spent a lot of time uh, shipping uh, Jobs offshore, uh, you know, I'm not sure that was the plan, but that's sort of how it worked out. And, and uh, some of those jobs have come back to the United States, and they've had a difficult time finding skilled people to take those jobs. And they've partnered with the community college to put in training programs where people can learn how to be upholsterers, which might not sound like the most glamorous job in the, in the world, but actually people can make fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 a year in those jobs, which is not, not, a, not a bad salary. And, uh, uh, you know, for the last year, year and a half, Cattahaw Valley Community College has been putting people through programs and placing them in these jobs and working in hand-in-hand with these companies to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the manufacturing in- industry, and this is what they admit to me, and, and really one of their big issues is they have an image problem. People consider the manufacturing not to be the glamorous positions, but these individuals that are working in that field now, they are skilled technicians. They are skilled in technology. They are problem solvers, and, and they're working in environments, these these industries here in this area that have sustained and have that have remained even through the economic distress that we faced. They've been successful in changing their internal image to really begin to uh, develop the, the new image of manufacturing, and now they need to market that, and I I it's that's been a big challenge for them. It
1: has been. Right. Of course, again, partnering with the community college, I think that's a big thing because we can serve as a marketing tool for them, too, because we're seeing the change and, and talking to our students about the opportunities in those areas that they might not have uh, taken a chance on in the last few years. Right.
0: Yeah, as as you look forward, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, the college is shaping young minds out there. Not always young minds. I mean, we we have a pretty broad uh, uh, groups of people that are on campus at Catalina Valley Community College. But you know, when when you look out there and you think about the future of entrepreneurship and small business. Uh, you know, how, how, does, how do you see the college going forward to continue supporting those efforts? You know, we, you know what's the community college college's role in the state of North Carolina, uh, not just Valley Community College? Yeah. Can you provide some perspective to that?
2: Well, I think, I think community colleges in general are, have to continue to redefine ourselves, and we have to look for opportunities to partner. Uh, partnership and collaboration are the keys for any successful ecosystem to survive as we've, we've experienced directly here. And so I think we'll, we'll see community colleges engaged in things that they don't normally do. And here at CVCC, you know, we've done everything from a program called Education Matters that goes into the middle schools. So what's a community college doing working with middle school students? You know, we're supposed to be in higher education. Those are the types of innovative things, though, that begin to build a future and be, begin to build a foundation. And I think, I think we'll see community colleges across the, North Carolina and, and in the United States to really transition from a, a traditional educational setting uh, to more of a service-driven, focused support system for the full ecosystem of, of their regions. If they don't do that, if we don't do that, uh, we run the risk of becoming obsolete because there are always people out there that are com- competitors with us and they're gonna create better products if, we, if we're not always focused on that next great thing.
0: Well, and and Todd Valley Community College has created an entrepreneurship program, so people can go through and, and get a, a degree, or certificate in entrepreneurship. Yeah, you know, I I always struggle with is entrepreneurship something that can be taught, or do or do people have it or or not have it? So what's your perspective on that?
2: I I, I think it. You can share the principles, uh, but you really, it's a long-term process of of building entrepreneurial skills. It's not a a one-course fix. It's something that you have to build into the fabric of every educational opportunity you have. So we want to build it into our English courses. We want to build it into our math courses and and then see it continue to develop through our technical-related programming that's focused on setting those keystones in place and then building upon those for the duration that we have the opportunity to serve a student uh, you, you don't ever think, I don't ever think you stop learning if you're an entrepreneur uh, that's, that's a part of the, the, mm-hmm. the piece and I think the more people understand that and the more people grasp that to be successful I need these skills uh, the, the, bigger, the bigger impact we'll have long term as long as we're making a commitment internally to doing what we do
0: so whether you're starting a business or, or working for somebody, having critical thinking skills, having sound decision-making sil- skills, problem-solving skills are going to be helpful to you, and, and the community college can assist with that.
2: Yeah, and I think it's, a, I think it's more than helpful. I think they, they, are, they are necessary uh, for individuals to be successful going forward in this social economy and with the technology changes that we face uh, people are going to have to have those skill sets in place to, to really be successful in any facet of their life. Well,
0: I'll tell you, we, we, uh, we very much appreciate you joining us today and, and uh, sharing your thoughts. and. Uh, you conveniently have scheduled a conference call but, uh, so you can get out of here because you know, the other topic that we did not have the opportunity to get to was how a <laughs> president of a community college and man of the people would would be such a fan of Duke University and Coach Krzyzewski which you know, just you know, creates a lot of cognitive dissonance in me personally uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure you have your reasons. Well, well,
2: yeah, well, well You know, you, Jeff. There's always hope for you. You Always want to associate yourself with winners, and uh, you know, with a, coming off of a national championship at Duke University, uh, we've we've enjoyed the, uh, the the great things that come along with that association. So there's always room for new people on the bus.
0: Yeah, you just don't seem to be the elitist, but uh, you know, you know, no no man is perfect. But you're, you're pretty good.
1: Boy, give him credit, he's coming into. Uh a hostile environment, University of North Carolina and Wake Forest. Yeah,
2: it, it, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge, you know, and I appreciate you guys having me on this morning. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I do have a, another obligation, but I only allow myself 30 minutes to, to work with you. So, well, that's, yeah. well, that's, <laughs> that's
0: a very smart, yeah, that's, that's you 10 more minutes than we're accustomed to. It, so, we appreciate it. That. It's critical thinking. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> All right, well, thank you Thanks. for joining us. Take care. All right, well. We, we like to uh, end our podcast each month by talking about a small business of the month. And uh, you know, these, are, these are businesses that uh, we've come across in, in our travels or our reading or, or whatnot. And, uh, Gary, what, uh, what's your small business for this month? Well,
1: thanks, Jeff. I'm really excited to tell you about my small business idea of the month because it was created by our high school USA entrepreneurship team. I'm very proud of them, and I believe they have a viable business concept that will be successful in the future. You and I have had the opportunity to work with them, in fact, in the last few hours. Thank you, sir. And I believe Dr. Henshaw will be impressed with his students' creativity. Their business idea is called Skill Builder, and their company's plan is to provide technical solutions for their customers while encouraging learning through personalized instruction. They're going to solve people's problems, such as fixing a minor car problem or or a plumbing fixture, and then they're going to teach them how to fix it themselves. This unique combination will be offered at the same price as a regular mechanic or technician, which will give them the competitive edge. The way they're going to provide this service is to establish relationships with the local community colleges, faculty, and students. I wonder where they got that concept, Jeff? Who knows? The skill builder uh, will contract with the local technicians or faculty and employ community college students as co-op or work-based learning students to assist the technician and learn the skills themselves. CVCC has an outstanding work-based learning program to build from and will serve as an excellent test market for the concept. The bottom line is that SkillBuilder will be making a positive impact in the community by solving problems, providing training for the customer and the student at a reasonable price, and they're going to be able to make money too. They've created their own website called Skill Builder LLC. It'll be ready for prime time in the very near future. What a wonderful
0: real-world example of how the community college can help our community. Well, that sounds like the prototypical win-win situation in that uh, they're going to solve problems and get students trained. And Sounds good. I think it'll work.
1: And Mm -hmm. they're young and energetic, and uh, they've been easy to work for and work with. Uh, as you have seen, and thank you again for all your help, uh, and they're excited about it. They're, uh, no, they're a good group. They're not deterred from uh, our
0: questions. They keep coming up with other ideas, and that's a good thing. Ah, uh, to be young and innocent. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the business I'm going to talk about this month, I, I, a little little background. Last week, I saw a film. Actually, I guess it was this week I saw a film called Fixing the Future, with uh, David Broncaccio, who's host of Public Radio's Marketplace, where he travels around visiting different people and organizations across the country who are working to reinvent their local economies, uh, many through sustainable-type uh, businesses and innovative approaches. And at the end of this film, they had a little panel discussion, uh, and, and one of the folks on the panel discussion was the CEO of Grayston Bakery, G-R-E-Y-S-T-O-N Bakery, which is my small business of the month. Interestingly, the CEO's name is Mike Brady. When you, when you Google Mike Brady, he's not the first Mike Brady that comes up. You know, he's not no, from um,
1: the Brady bunch?
0: No, he's a different Mike Brady. Oh, okay. But uh, Grayston Bakery Br- is located in Yonkers, New York. They bake high-quality brownies and cookies, uh, focus on customer satisfaction. They're actually founded in 1982 – They've been selling brownies to Ben and Jerry's ice cream since 1988, and they make 30,000 pounds of delicious brownies each day, but really that's not what is the most interesting thing about them. They have something called open hiring, which for the last 30 years, they, they have an open-door hiring po- policy where they offer employment opportunities regardless of uh, someone's education, work history, whether they've been homeless, incarcerated. They believe that employment is the first step in an individual's path toward success, So that anyone that comes to their front door is given the chance to work, no questions asked. When a job becomes available, they hire the next person on their waiting list, and they put them through an apprenticeship period where they learn about baking and employment readiness, uh, and they provide all sorts of tools to help people be successful. They've grown to a point where they've got almost 200 employees, and their sales are over $10 million. And... Also, I, what I found interesting is there's something called a, a B Corps. You know, you, you know you're, you've got an accounting background, and you've heard of the S Corps. You've yes. heard of the C Corps. So I don't know if you've heard of the B as I in have boy I've heard of B Corps. Something called a benefit corporation, and it's a type of for-profit corporate enter- entity, uh, which is uh, legislated in 28 states, that includes uh, a positive impact on society and, and the environment in addition to profit as its legally defined goals. B Corps differ differ from traditional corporations in purpose, accountability, and transparency, but not in taxation. So they're really focused on creating a general public benefit, which is defined as a material positive impact on society and the environment. So the directors and officers operate the same way as a traditional business, but they also have to look at those sort of things, not only profits, but also the effect on society and the environment. So Grayson Bakery was the New York State's first benefit corporation and they earned that distinction back in 2012 and uh, they've been very successful. It's just a very interesting business model where they've been able to put people to work and offer opportunities to people that uh, uh, might not get them otherwise and uh, you can eat their brownies and ben and jerry's products i suspect that i have i I would say i probably have if i'm eating those brownies from ben and jerry's so uh grayston bakery if you uh type in grayston g-r-e-y-s-t-o-n dot com you can learn more about them you can learn more about their hiring policies and uh, some of the interesting things they do so just sort of an interesting small business of the month really neat Interesting. So, so anyway, we thank uh, Dr. Gary Hinshaw for joining us. We thank The Mesh uh, Network. You can download us at themesh.tv, or you can subscribe to the Entrepreneurix Exchange at I, the iTunes store. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we'll look forward to talking with you again next month.
1: Sounds great. Another great show. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Thanks, Gary. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.